Hallelujah, hallelujah. Happy New Year to number of us that we have not met this year. It's a glorious thing to be in this new sanctuary. Hallelujah. This afternoon we'll be focusing on the power of prayer and desperate times. My name is Elon Katweheyo and I am born again. I'm a servant of the living God and I am married Ruth, God has blessed us with three biological children. We'll get to our text, which is in Acts of the Apostles, Acts chapter 9, and I'll read from verse 36 to 43. Acts 9, 36, ESV. Now there was in Joppa a disciple named Tabitha which translated means Dorcas. She was full of good works and acts of charity. In those days, she became ill and died. And when they had washed her, they laid her in an upper room. Since Lida was near Joppa, the disciples, hearing that Peter was there, sent two men to him urging him, please come to us without delay. 39. So Peter rose and went with them. And when he arrived, they took him to the upper room. All the widows stood beside him weeping and showing tunics and other garments that Dorcas made while she was with them. 40. But Peter put them all outside and knelt down and prayed. And turning to the body, he said, Tabitha, arise. And she opened her eyes. And when she saw Peter, she sat up. And he gave her his hand and raised her up. Then, calling the saints and the widows, he presented her alive. Amen. And it became known throughout all Joppa. And many believed in the Lord. And he stayed in Joppa for many days with one Simon, Atana. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Before I get to the text, I want to share one or two things in light with the season. I know that this we know, but again, the apostle writes and says, I write you these things again and again so that you'll be reminded. One is that prayer is a relationship. Prayer is based on a relationship. Relationship between God and man, you that prays. Prayer is a communion with God. It is a communion. You interact. You have a conversation. You speak to God and wait to hear from him. Praise the name of the Lord. Prayer is a spiritual intercourse between the heart of man and the heart of God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yeah? 
it is not just a matter of babbling words, but you connect with God's heart over a certain matter. Even just knowing his heart, your heart connects with his because it's been said that God has created each person with that vacuum that only he can feel. And it is in the place of prayer that you connect. Praise the name of the Lord. As saints, we have to be burdened with the burden that's on God's heart. And here I pose a question that what's on God's heart for this generation? What's on God's heart for the city of Kampala? What's on God's heart for your family? What's on God's heart? Have you taken time to ask him, what is it that you desire to do in this year, 2024? 2024 is the year of the Lord. Hallelujah. It is his year. Amen. What is it that you desire to do in our midst in this year, 2024? So that is why the cathedral would say, even as we start this new year, Let's set off time. Let's set off a season. Let's set off a moment. Let's set off some days, some weeks to seek his face and hear from him what is it that's on his heart for us. Even as we also pour out our hearts to him. Friends, we are talking about the power of prayer in desperate times. And I would say that to harness the power of prayer we need to understand, we need to know God's perfect will. And this has been revealed to us through the word. Praise the name of the Lord. We need to participate in God's divine nature and then extend his kingdom wherever he sends us and also to extend his authority we're here in the crossover night and that word kept coming through that we're going out to exercise God's authority over matters. We are going out to declare his word in situations. So here we turn to our passage for this afternoon that I've just read to us. And as I've read, the scenario is that there is this disciple is this follower of Jesus Christ named Tabitha, translated as Dorcas. And Tabitha, while alive, is doing good deeds. As a result of being a disciple of Christ, he is, she is reaching out to the community. She is ministering the love of Christ to widows and other people in her neighborhood. Friends, doing good things does not make us a disciple of Christ. But because you are a disciple of Christ, you do good things. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. I hope you understand the difference. That doing good deeds does not make you a Christian. But because you are a child of God, because you are a disciple of Christ, just like Christ, you will do good things. Praise the name of the Lord. We love God because he first loved us. Hallelujah. So we see this, 
that she was full of good works and charity. And guess what? She falls sick. She falls sick. And it doesn't stop at that sickness. The Bible records that she does what? She dies. She dies. Yes, good, bad things happen to good people. You know, there's that whole debate that kept going on that why, why do bad things happen to good people and all these things. We are in the world, but we are not of the world. Hallelujah. In this world, you'll have many trials, you'll have many troubles, but be of good cheer, Jesus says, because I have overcome the world. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the Lord. So Dorcas Tabitha, full of good works, a disciple of Christ. That's very important. You read that in verse 36, that now there was in Joppa a disciple. And there I want to pose a question. Think about where you stay. Would it be said that now there was in Nalia a disciple? Now there was in Gaza a disciple. Put your name. Would that be spoken of you? Oh, the best that we do is to get up early morning and come back late in the night. Hardly do you even know your neighbor's name and all that. But that's not the focus for today. So we see that she dies. This is verse 36. 37 we see that, okay, 37, she dies. She became ill and dies. And her body is washed and laid in an upper room. As I was, you know, preparing and, and reflecting and praying over this, I was just remembering that song. Mu chisenge chawagu lu. That they placed her body in an upper room. Hallelujah. In a strategic position that we need in 2024 and beyond, we need to position ourselves strategically, alive or dead. Hallelujah. If a dead body could be positioned strategically, what about a live one? What about a live one? What about a live one? Some of us have missed our opportunities because we are not in our strategic positioning. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. The body was put in an upper room where things happen. Hallelujah. I mean, we know the stories of the upper room. The Holy Ghost came down. Even for Elisha, it was the upper room. I mean, it is the upper room. Praise the name of the Lord. And we see, it didn't stop at laying the body there and believing that, you know, some wind would come. No, 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 no. We see that the disciples took action. Someone said, take action. Someone said, take action. This, this 38 says that leader, I read the previous text, 
Peter had come to lead her, and he had also done some miracle there with Ainas, you know, A-E-N-E-A-S, Ainas, yeah, who had been bedridden for eight years, that is in verse 33, and was paralyzed. Peter, in verse 34, Peter says to him, Ainas, Jesus Christ heals you, rise and make your bed, hallelujah. And immediately Ainas rose. And verse 35 says that all the residents of Lida, L-Y-D-D-A, Lida and Sharon saw him and they turned to the Lord. 2024, God is going to do miracles that will turn everyone in your family to the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, that you will not need to preach a sermon. They will just see and say, isn't this the madman that was walking around? Now he's a follower, he's a preacher. Ah. That would be enough. That is the purpose of signs. That's the purpose of miracles. Not for self-glorification, but to glorify the name of the Lord. To preach a tangible, visible message to the world. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. So the disciples knew that he was in Lida. Lida wasn't far from Joppa. So verse 38 says that since Lida was near Joppa, the disciples... Hearing that Peter was there, they sent two men to him. And what did they say? They urged him. They urged him that please come to us without delay. Someone say without delay. Without delay. God's agenda ought to be executed without delay. Hallelujah. There is a sense of urgency. Friends, when you see the things that are happening around us in this nation, Uganda, and, and the Agoa trade links have been cut, you know, this has been cut off. There is a sense of urgency that we need homegrown solutions to our own challenges. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is a sense of urgency. And this afternoon, God is stirring up our hearts, including my own. God is stirring up our hearts that we will rise to the occasion to match the sense of urgency. Praise the name of the Lord. It is time to take action. It is time to move the step that God has showed you. Yes, you may not see the entire staircase, but just seeing one stair is enough. Take that step. As you take that step, you will see the next. As you take the next, you will see the next. As you take the next, you will see the next. And God will carry us through. There is a sense of urgency. Man and woman of God that is listening to me. There is a sense of urgency. May we not May we not miss the day of our visitation. May we not miss the day of our visitation. The, the disciples sent two men to Peter. Two men, not one man, two men. And said, please come to us without delay. Without delay. Because a soul has perished. A soul is perishing in your neighborhood. A soul is perishing. Yes, without delay. And verse 39 says, so Peter rose. He rose and went with them. He went with them. And when he arrived, they took him to what? They took him to what? Please read that with me. They took him to the upper room. They took him to the upper room. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Preparation is necessary for us to experience the working of God. We need to prepare. That's why the lady was washed. Dead body, it was washed and strategically positioned in the upper room. Praise the name of the Lord. We need to prepare. God needs to come and find us ready. We, I just, the Holy Spirit is just reminding me of that parable of the ten virgins, the five wise and the five foolish. My brother, my sister, shall you not be like the foolish virgin? When he comes, when opportunity strikes and he's going to do a new thing, the new thing that he has spoken to us about in this season. Praise the name of the Lord. That he will find you ready. He will find you on your marks. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Peter is urged to come without delay and he comes. He arrives and is taken to the upper room. He's taken straight to the upper room where action is to happen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we read that there's a scenario around. There's an interference around. There's a certain noise that is around. What is happening? There is mourning. I mean, as you can imagine, and you know, I'm, I'm told that, that the Jewish culture is quite similar to the African culture. Yeah, it is close, close, closely, closely related. So you can imagine you have lost maybe the mother in the home. They will be weeping. Even those who didn't know her, even those who knew her, everyone will be weeping. But in this case, we see that there is a special category of people that are weeping, and these are widows. Widows are weeping. That is verse, verse 39, somewhere in the middle there. That all the widows stood beside Peter weeping, weeping, mourning. They were weeping. It wasn't just, the Bible is clear, it's not just everyone, but it is the widows that are weeping. And the reason is clear. But before we get to the reason, he says, not just weeping, but they were also showing the tunics and other garments that Dorcas had made for them while she was with them. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Uh -uh. Praise the name of the Lord. The widows are weeping. They're weeping. The beneficiaries of the one that has fallen ill and died are saying, hey, hey, things are bad for us. Where shall we get the next tunic? Where shall we get the next, you know, garment? The one that has been caring for us is gone. They start to show the garments they had gotten from Dukas. As we wrap up later, I will be sharing from a psalm and seeing that, friends, the Lord remembers, the Lord counts on our account the good things that we do while we are here on earth as disciples, as disciples, as disciples. And even imagine, just pause, just pause for a moment, the kind of situation that is happening in that place. 
This is the person that has been sustaining your life, if I could put it that way, and she's gone. Maybe you've been in such a situation before where all your hopes just disappear. Maybe it is savings. Maybe it is a parent who dies. Maybe it is sponsorship that is cut off. Think for a moment. Think for a moment. Think for a moment. What situation are you in right now? What, what is challenging you right now? As I already mentioned, I know two, two mothers right now, as well as I share here, when I see you. And we're believing God. We're believing God. Still, as we continue to reflect on this kind of situation, think about those similar situations, as I've already shared. But I want to pose us a question as you think about it. When previously you've been faced with such a desperate situation, or even right now, what is my response? What is your response? Who do I turn to? In Dorcas, Tabitha's case, they turn to calling the man of God to come and intervene, come and call on God. Who have we called upon when we are faced with such desperate times? Who do we turn to? Do we turn to our human knowledge, our human experience, human understanding? Do we turn to, you know, what, what, where do we find our help? Psalmist writes and says that I look to the hills, I look to the valleys from whence cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord, the maker of the heavens and the earth. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. But we see, we see Peter's response. We see Peter's response to all this. He did not tell the widows to stop crying. He did not tell them to be strong and all this. Verse 40. He says, but Peter put them all outside. I see, I picked out about five things that Peter did. Number one is that Peter put all of them outside the upper room. He put all of them outside. In a sense, Peter decided to deal with the destruction, to remove the noise. And I believe, I believe this is what Peter did. He shut that door to the upper room. He shut that door to the upper room. And I want to say that even as we've just crossed from 2023 to 2024, a number of us need to put away certain people, certain things from us that are crowding our spiritual environment and atmosphere. Praise the name of the Lord. We need to shut some doors. We need to put away, put outside certain things. Recently, we were reflecting on how uh, there is this uh, uh, prophet's wife in, in Kings, who, who loses the, the, the husband and is indebted. And they call upon Elisha, and Elisha tells the woman, what do you have in your house? What do you have in your house? And he says, we have a little jar, a little oil, a little oil. And Elisha says, go and, go and collect all 
baskets, collect many jars, collect jars, many jars. And there's a version that says that go across the country and collect the jars. And, and the widow tells, I think, her two sons to go and collect jars. And what did Elisha say? That when you have the jars, close the door. And then start pouring the oil. And that is a word that, for me, God spoke to me towards the end of last year. And I believe he's still speaking to us. That we need to deal with certain noises. We need to put away certain, certain disturbances. Certain, you know, the things that just crowd our thinking. We need to put them outside. And that's what, that's what Peter did. And the same thing we see, I think it was Jairus' daughter, where he says, he told the people to get out of the room. And then he healed the daughter. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. So Peter put them all outside. And God is speaking to us this afternoon that we need to put certain things outside. We need to put certain people outside. If we are to get to the destiny that God has predetermined for us, praise the name of the Lord. So that is something that is not easy, but you have to do it. Please tell somebody that you need to put them outside. Put them outside. Hallelujah. The second thing that we see recorded that Peter did is that in verse 40, he knelt down. He knelt down. Tell yourself that I need to kneel down. Tell yourself that I need to kneel down. He knelt down. In other words, his posture before the Lord was a humble posture. He, he, he humbled himself. He became subject to the Lord in that moment. He knelt down. And what, what, what then did, did he do? And he prayed. Number three, he prayed. He prayed. He prayed. I mentioned earlier prayers about a relationship with God, a communion with God, a conversation with God, where your heart connects with the heart of God. What is God's heart in this matter? He prayed. He called upon the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. We are not told how long he prayed. It was not, we are not told, you know, but the Bible says, and he prayed. After he prayed, or in that process of prayer, number five, number four, he turned to the body. He turned to the body and he said, Tabitha, arise. Praise the name of the Lord. Tabitha, arise. In the authority, in the power, in the glory of the Lord. I speak to you, Tabitha, arise. And that is the power he has given unto us in this season to speak into situations. Praise the name of the Lord. It does not matter how long that situation has lingered. Yes, this afternoon he empowers us with his spirit to speak into situations that will you arise, will you move, will you, yes, be conquered in the name of Jesus. He speaks to the body. Arise, Tabitha. Wake up from your slumber. Tabitha, arise. Tabitha, arise. Tabitha, arise. 
What is it? What situation is it that needs to arise in you? Yes. Maybe it's a child. You need to come before the Lord. You need to come before the Lord. And just go and declare to that person that will you arise in the name of Jesus. Tabitha arise. Tabitha arise. Oh, that is the fifth thing. Number one, I said he put them all outside. Number two, he knelt down. Number three, he prayed. Number four, he turned to the body. He turned to the body. You need to to direct certain prayers to beings. He turned to the body. And number five, he says, Tabitha, arise. You need to say it. Your confession is your possession. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. You need to say it. Don't keep it to heart. Say it. Friends, what is the result? What is the result here we see? What is the result? Still in verse 40. And she opened her eyes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. She opened her eyes. This is the one that was ill and died. This is the one who was dead. She opened her eyes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. She opened her eyes. And when she saw Peter, she sat up. When she saw Peter, she sat up. And he gave her his hand and raised her up. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. He gave her his hand and raised her up. Raise her up. I want to declare that there's a raising up in the name of Jesus. There's a raising up that even when men are cast down, they shall declare that there's a raising up. Job 22, 29. There's a raising up in the name of Jesus. There's a raising up. Yes, even in the physical realm. Yes, in our projects, there's a raising up. Let's get a moment of prayer. Yes. In the name of Jesus, we want to seize this time and declare that there is a raising up. In my finances, there is a raising up. Oh, my Father, my God, in the team that I lead, there is a raising up. Even in our projects at home, in the name of Jesus, that house is being constructed. That plot is being bought in the name of Jesus. There is a raising up. By under the unction of the Holy Ghost, I declare that yes, my brother, my sister, what has been difficult for you, the Lord makes simpler in the name of Jesus because he is with you. He is a mighty God to save in the name of Jesus. There's a raising up. There's a raising up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's a raising up. There's a raising up. There's a raising up in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And guess what, friends? Guess what, friends? Then Peter called the saints and the widows. And Peter presented Tabitha alive to them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Aleluya. A sobola. Mukama sobola. Mukama sobola. Yes, Mutifotino. Mutifotino. A sobola. Mokama sola, yes, hallelujah. Mokama sola, Mochi fortino, asola, mukama sola, mukama sola, mochi fortino, atuanguza, atuanguza, mukama atuanguza. As we just continue that moment of prayer. Jabez in 1 Chronicles 4, 9. Bible says that he was more honorable than his brothers. And his mother called him Jabez because she bore him in pain. Some of us, we are where we are in a desperate time because of circumstances that are beyond us. Maybe our parents or grandparents or our lineage. But Jabez in verse 10 verse 10 records that Jabez called upon the God of Israel and said oh that you would bless me and enlarge my territory and that your hand might be with me and that you would keep me from harm so that it might not bring me pain and this afternoon that's a prayer we need to pray to God that oh God would you bless me Will you bless me? Just open up your mouth and speak to the Lord. Bless me. Bless my family. Bless this your church. Bless the nation of Uganda. In the name of Jesus. Lord, enlarge my territory in the name of Jesus. Let your hand be upon me. Let your power be upon me. Let your glory be upon me. Let your spirit engulf me in the name of Jesus. And that Lord, will you keep me from all harm? In the name of Jesus, oh God, enlarge my territory in 2024. Yeah, let your hand be upon me in 2024 and beyond. In the name of Jesus, let your glory be seen on me. Let those that see my countenance see your face, see your glory, see your hand upon me in the name of Jesus. My Father, my Father, I cry out to you, O God, that yes, it shall not bring upon me pain. Pain shall not be my portion in my chest. Pain 
shall not be my portion in the name of Jesus as I serve you as I live for you in the name of Jesus thank you Abba Father and the verse says that God granted what he asked receive answered prayer in the name of Jesus 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 I promised this is my last portion and then we'll, we'll have offering and pray I promise I'll give you a psalm Psalm 41 a few verses says that blessed is the one who considers the poor that in the day of trouble the Lord delivers him isn't this Tabitha that we're talking about yeah that blessed is the one who considers the poor that in the day of trouble in the desperate time that desperate moment the Lord delivers them that verse 2 the Lord protects him and keeps him alive even when dead the Lord keeps him alive raises him in the name of Jesus <laughs> hallelujah hallelujah he is called blessed in the land you do not give him up to the will of his enemies you do not give him up to the will of his enemies verse 3 that the Lord sustains him on his sickbed. The Lord sustains him on his sickbed. In his illness, you, Lord, restore him to full health. Friends, there's a prerequisite for us. There's a condition for us. Will we consider, even as disciples of Christ, that we'll be able to meet the need of the of those who are poor, those who are needy in our communities. Shall we be the hand of Jesus Christ that they see tangibly? Praise the name of the Lord. Let us pray. Father, oh God, we exalt you. We magnify your holy name. Thank you, oh God, that you are God that answers prayer. You are God that has regard, that has remembrance for the things that we do for they that are the least of our brothers, the least of our brethren. Thank you, our Father, even for your word that has gone forth. Yes, the urgency of the season, the shutting out of the noise, and the people that have been surrounding us with all kinds of noises, the taking action in the name of Jesus, Oh, we continue to look to you, Abba Father. Because you are the God who was, who is, and who is to come. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. And amen.